to always get the latest Game Tea, don't forget to follow us on social media. You can find us at Twitter at Game Tea Podcast X. You can find us on Facebook at The Game Tea Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at The Game Tea Podcast. We post frequently, giving you podcast updates, posting gaming news, and the occasional meme. Check them out after the show, and thank you so much for listening to The Game Tea Podcast. and welcome to another episode of the game tea podcast my name is jp i'm zach and i'm czar guys are we still friends after the debate from saturday i hate you all you literally gave me like four compliments and czar literally carried me through the debate so yeah we're pretty golden i hate you all especially myself yeah i was gonna say you have no one to blame here but you i i was mad at you too for what that's worth it's <laughs> Man, I suck. Boo! You suck. I mean, we still haven't put out the poll yet. I'm going to get that done. Or maybe I won't. Maybe I won't. Or maybe you need a throat punch. <laughs> or three. <laughs> no, no, nobody gets throat punches on me because I am so sure I won that debate. I know it's not up to us, but I'm like really sure that that one was me. I guess we'll see if the poll goes up. I know. I if that's a big if. <laughs> <laughs> Throw punches are prepping. Throw punches for everybody. <laughs> I'm Donkey Kong winding my arm as we speak. <laughs> oh no. I I love June for gaming stories because it's basically all the past four months, rumor and speculation, and then we actually get to like some actual content. Every developer decides, hey. We're going to post some stuff. we got a pretty exciting exciting show today, right, boys? <laughs> we really do. We do. What a concept. Like, hey, how about we actually post things? And someone's like, write that down. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone's like, let's all do it the same time. And then me, JP, and Zarn is like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Gamegasm. Uh, so uh, on today's podcast, uh, we are going to be talking about Cyberpunk 2077. Definitely one of the hypedest games of the year. Um, then a Cuphead Netflix show, which, I mean, just the soundtrack along is probably going to sell this show. After that, we'll be talking about some e Xbox Project Lockhart leads. Oh my gosh. Zara, can you say that one for me? I, I, the Xbox doesn't roll off my tongue. <laughs> Xbox Project Lockhart leaks. Oh, doesn't that burn when you say that? Oh, it feels so good. <laughs> we'll talk about it in a little while. I got things to say. <laughs> and then uh, I know Chris is happy about it. Pokemon Go Fest 2020 is looking to be a huge one. Oh, yeah. All that and more. And then, of course, we'll end the segment with uh, game releases coming soon. Boys, what do you think? Should we get started? Dude, let's hop right into this. We've got a great episode today. Let's do it. All right. JP, since you got the uh, best console to play this on, the Master PC, yeah. you want to talk about this first article? Well, first of all, Zach, I know we're still waiting on the PC, but you're so close, buddy. You're so close to be able to join me in the whole, hey, Zar, have you seen our PCs? Sorry, sorry. I was told you about the PC I'm getting. Zar, have you heard about the PC? Oh, you just wait. I got parts coming. In fact, one of them was my part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's that at? I've got it whenever you need it. It's shipping, bro. It's shipping. If I decide, I, I still need to pay you for it. If I decide to mail it, <laughs> I'm a very money first, bro. I guess I can't really expect it before I actually buy it. 
All right, so first up today, um, we got a couple new gameplay trailers for Cyberpunk 2077. I've already kind of talked before about how this game is such an enigma to me because I've never seen a game so unbelievably hyped up before its release. So far out, even. What do you guys think? Do you know what I'm talking about here? I know exactly what you're talking about. All my friends, like Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, they're all pretty hyped for this. Um, first off, you have the man, the myth, the legend, Keanu Reeves, and um, that's going to sell right there, right, boys? The Reavers! <laughs> so, the trailer, guys, I mean, it just showed off the world, and, like, the, the city is what we've seen the most, so the city is comprised, and correct me if I'm wrong, it's four districts, and the fifth district is the Badlands? I think that's how it's going. So far, I think they're still releasing regions, though. I think this is the... F um one in a chain that is to come but zach's right that we really haven't honestly with all the trailers and all the hype we've seen we've seen little tidbits of mostly like the world building i think this is the biggest trailer that we've seen so far with actual like dialogue between people and it's making me so unbelievably excited to play this game first of all it's gonna look beautiful i mean come on this is like I know we say, what was the word that you coined, Czar, a couple episodes ago when we were talking about the PlayStation event? Wicked shiny. It is wicked shiny, that is for sure. It's uh, it's turning out to be a beautiful looking game just from the gameplay trailer. Imagine what this is going to look like on the Series X or the PlayStation 5. Like, if you're not watching this on a 4K monitor, you really can't experience... I'm just, I'm just looking at like the little trailer heading they have and just the girls' tattoos. They just look so lifelike, it's just so crazy. And what I thought was the most interesting with this whole trailer, it was like a 25 minute live stream event that they had for the IGN um, summer play thing. Yeah. And what I thought was super neat is they said that that first city, that first district they showed off, that's just a prologue. <laughs> like, and that thing, that thing looked like its own game in itself. Just the prologue, huh? That's amazing. Right. And then they showed a little bit of a glimpse of the Badlands, which I literally got like Jack and Daxter, like Jack 3. Uh, like flashbacks, I was like, no way. Oh yeah, that's exactly how it felt for me too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those are the flashbacks I got. That was the vibe I was getting. Um, I I just think this game has so much promise because I mean, like, like JP was saying, it's CD Projekt Red, the creators of Witcher Three, Witcher series, and you know how they're notorious for just this beautiful open world with like every little nook and cranny has a purpose. And now you have like this looks like five Witchers put together, guys. Like what the hell? <laughs> It really does, and the trailer the trailer doesn't even just show off like how beautiful and gorgeous everything's gonna look. It gave us some of the gameplay too, and it's just so it's such cool looking gameplay. Even I mean, like I kind of figured this was gonna be more of your standard, you know, FPS first person shooter, but the play like the gameplay actually looks like it's gonna be really fun too. I'm getting like Borderlands mixed with Grand Theft Auto mixed with like Saints Row vibes out of these games and that is a great combination if you if math was more like that i would have passed every class <laughs> <laughs> what i thought was really interesting i thought you were like zara was like you could like go into them like so like you were doing it it seemed like a side quest but maybe it was part of the prologue where you go inside the mind of like someone i think you're hunting down oh yeah you yeah see why they robbed somebody i'm like zara and like you could like edit you could see why this guy was doing this why he was like compelled to do this bad thing. I'm like, Zara is gonna love this shit. Yeah, it was super reminiscent of uh, Minority Report. Mm -hmm. And they did the same thing. They would go into people's minds and like really pinpoint. It just looked like a giant editing board. 
and of, of manipulation of memories. And I think what they called it in game was brain dancing. Okay. Right. I think they even just described the mode inside brain dancing as editing. So nice callback. Sorry. Look at that. You're on your game. Hell yeah. Um, but yeah, no, and it looks like a really cool aspect to the game. Um, something that we haven't really seen since a really old game, Psychonauts. If anybody remembers that double double fine feature. Oh, Psychonauts. Yeah, I haven't heard that. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Well, yeah, because when I, when I saw this whole brain dancing thing, that is exactly what I thought of playing Psychonauts and going into someone's head and like advancing the story and seeing why they did what they did. But it sounds like this is a lot more intricate and more of a uh, sci-fi kind of a way and less cartoony in a sense that you get to manipulate these memories to find exactly what you're looking for. I am all for it. It sounds super cool. So the final question, like just talking about cyberpunk, a question that I haven't even bothered asking either of you yet. Are you planning on getting this game day one? Probably not day one, but I think it'll eventually find its way into my collection. Okay. It'll probably be a, probably be a day one purchase for me. All right. Okay. I don't know. Like at first seeing it everywhere and like just hearing about it, I was a little skeptical just because I was like, okay, this is being hyped up so much that I either think this is going to really, really be awesome or flop. But the more gameplay I'm like seeing of it, the more we're talking about it, the more I'm actually really excited to try and get my hands on this game, especially since um, a couple other big hitters we've seen recently have kind of been flopping in the reviews. No need to get into that right now. <laughs> it's a good day. We're not doing. We're not doing this. We're not doing this. <laughs> Two thirds of it's great. That's what I hear. Bide your time, man. You can do it. I know. I know. JP, that's sixty-six percent. That's that's almost passing. <laughs> that almost. <laughs> You're a school teacher, right? Is That's like a D minus. That's an F, bro. <laughs> At least where I'm at. <laughs> oh, heck. Oh, well. Well, that's not the only cool piece of Cyberpunk 2077 news we have today, is it, guys? Uh, we also got a little something else. Zach, did you want to talk about that a little bit, too? Before you do, I kind of want to steal some Mazar Stunner because I'm a sick friend like that. They did announce that not only is Xbox Series X going to get that day one patch where it looks better, it's using more of the uh, power of the Xbox Series X, that yes, even the PlayStation 5 is going to have the exact same update. And I believe they even set up the trailer. They said if you purchased it for PS4, you would get that free update to PS5. Okay. So um, Sony is taking initiative and kind of matching Xbox's pro console choice thing, I guess is what I'm trying to say. We're going to see a lot of more of that competition as the year comes close to a close, too. I mean, I really think at this point it's going to be PlayStation and Xbox are just taking the best like things that their competitor has offered that they do not offer. And they're trying to find a way to implement it into their own system at this point. And it's really great because we're going to have two amazing looking consoles by the end of this year. Honestly, it's like the differences are going to become very minuscule between the consoles, but we're going to see some really cool things for them at the end of this year. Yay, video games. Yay. Yay, video games. I saw a meme saying that uh, by the end of the year, you can buy a new gaming PC tower and Wi-Fi router, which was the uh, Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. And what's your, uh, what's your Nintendo Switch going to be? The TV. It's the screen itself. Okay, that all makes sense. <laughs> you put all the consoles together to make a super console. It transforms. <laughs> 
right, so now what JP was hinting at, um, the studio behind Kill la Kill in Promea is making a Cyberpunk 2077 anime for Netflix. This is by Nick Stat on The Verge. And um, holy crap, guys, it gives me some like updated Cowboy Bebop vibes. Did you guys get a chance to watch this? What did you think? You know, I watched a little bit of the trailer, but that is much more well articulated than anything I could have come up with. Yeah, it really does. It's got like this really cool, almost an older looking anime style to it. And like the way that it's drawn, but with some sharper edges and kind of modernized in that idea. So the art design to the anime, I think looks really cool. Even though we didn't see a ton of the art, it's mostly um, a lot of the designers and uh, animators just talking about what they're doing for this project. But still, I was impressed. What'd you think, Zar? Well, I thought it really looked like a raw anime. And I really like those raw, emotional animes, just where you can really feel the immersion of, of the cool animation style that they've chosen. Gotta be honest, my first impression when I watched the trailer was, why is this a thing? But then as the trailer went on, I was like, oh, I guess I'm not going to question it anymore because this is a really cool thing. <laughs> so you want to talk about world building. I mean, I feel like that's CD, CD Projekt Red's thing. Like, they know what to do. We have The Witcher 3 Netflix, and so I guess their next big thing, it's got to have a Netflix series too. Um, so it's called Cyberpunk and Runners. I don't know if I said that. It's a standalone story set in the world of um, their open world of um, cyberpunk. And so it's basically going to be a 10 episode story about a street kid trying to survive in this technology body modification obsessed city of the future. He has everything to lose and he wants to stay alive by becoming an edge runner, which is basically their mercenary outlaw, also known as a cyberpunk. That is really, really cool. So this is just expanding the universe and not actually directly related story-wise to the game? Correct. It's a standalone series. Yep. Awesome. That's okay. It's in the same world. All that good stuff, but standalone. Just other than that, like doesn't connect with your main story. So it sounds like um, they're making this new world that we're going to see a lot of different content for years to come. And I think that sounds pretty cool. That is really cool. Um, for one, because of what you said about like just kind of building on top of the world that they're about to establish with this game, because we honestly don't know much about the story of the game. But we've we've talked about it before. I think we talked about the last time when we the three of us went to go see the Sonic movie together. The best way to make like some TV show or movie adaptation um, where the video game is the source material is to have it take place in the world of the video game without going too much in the actual story from the source material because that's how you make fans mad. Right. There's always that audience that you have to be perfect with and there's just, there's too many minds when it comes to video games. Too many people who want this ideal scenario and I think you're right, JP, and uh, I guess Netflix listened to you so they owe you some money, right? You're damn right they owe me some money. Hey, <laughs> you owe me money! <laughs> As an anime fan, and like I said, if you get compared to Cowboy Bebop, like, I mean, I know we only saw, like, one actual sketch, but, like, that's the that's the art style I got. Like, that's an awesome thing to be compared to. Oh, yeah. And keep in mind, everybody out there, that this is projected to drop on Netflix in 2022. So there is not a lot of details out there yet. Yeah, this, we still got a little while. But it's hype, and it's happening. Cyberpunk 2077, November, was it 19th, 15th this year? Uh, come on, where's our stats guy? November 19th. That's it. Promise. All right, November 19th. So you are it. the stats guy. <laughs> Swearsies? Shit. Swearsies. It might get delayed, but Swearsies for now. <laughs> it might get delayed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, that, and then you have the anime coming in 2022 to expand that world and uh, a lot of exciting stuff happening in the cyberpunk world, man. That's pretty crazy. What's crazy though is like talking about the Netflix show for Cyberpunk 2077 leads us into what we're talking about next because Cyberpunk 2077 is not the only video game that just got a Netflix show announced. What else do we have going on right now, Czar? Yeah, Netflix has been pretty busy lately and there's actually a lot of other shows based off of video games that they're, I think they're picking up. But this one in particular, I think you'd be pretty excited about JP. Oh, you know I am. Because they have confirmed a Cuphead show. Oh my God, the Mad Lads did it. <laughs> they did it. And it looks exactly like an old Mickey Mouse Bugs Bunny cartoon from like the 60s, 70s. That's exactly what they're going. Okay, real talk here. When I was playing Cuphead, Cuphead is known as one of the most challenging games that has come out of this generation. If you don't know much about Cuphead, it's a platformer that was designed to make you rip your hair out. But besides just being extremely challenging, it has a lot of charm to it because of the like really nostalgic 1950s, 1960s art style. It gets a lot of its um, flair from like that era and that it takes after like that kind of animation. And that's like the shtick of the game. So like if you get an announcement that Cuphead's about to make a TV show for Netflix, the first question on everyone's mind is what is this going to look like? And I'm happy to say that just from the little tidbits they've been giving off, the cartoon is incredibly reminiscent of the game and old 1950s cartoons with the art style. I personally really, really, really like it. What do you guys think about it? You know, JP, it's really funny that you... Um went on a little bit about how rage-inducing it is because the very first <laughs> comment under the tweeted yeah. video was, oh, it'll be really nice to experience a non-rage-inducing cuphead. Zara's uh, best friend, Xbox, oh said that. Oh my god, it's from it's awesome. Xbox! Xbox said that! <laughs> Netflix responds, well, actually, to keep things authentic, this one's for you, JP, you'll have to watch the first one minute on repeat for a month before giving up, coming back two months later and finally getting through episode one at 2 a.m. in the morning. <laughs> JP, that one even close to home there. Anyway. Oh, that's great. <laughs> Moving on. That is a great comment. I love the banter that companies have on Twitter nowadays. It's fantastic. Yeah, so uh, there's not a much to go off. We got to meet the actors playing Cuphead and Mugman. What'd you guys think of them? I mean, I like, yeah, they gave a little introduction to the two gentlemen that's going to be voicing the two main characters. Their names are Cuphead, respectively, and his pal Mugman. Haven't you heard the song? Haven't you heard the song, guys? No, you haven't heard the song. But anyway, yeah. I think they're brothers in the show. Yeah, they're brothers in the game, too. Oh, okay. Do either of you have a younger sibling? No, you both are the younger siblings, so you know what it's like to be in the shadow of the older sibling. Imagine being one of two main characters in a video game, but they still name the video game after your brother. <laughs> All right, so uh, back, back on topic. Sad things. We talked about looking super cool. We're super hyped about it, but guys... No release date. What What the heck? You think it's going to be a 2022 thing or think it's sooner? No, I, uh, I don't remember where I saw this. It was either in one of the comments or in an article that was linked to the video. The Netflix studio said it was coming sometime in 2020. Finally, some good 2020 news. I can't confirm, but... Yeah, they're not really... They're not giving us much to play off of here. Um, I don't think it's going to take until 2020 to release the show. 
Um, especially since they're already giving us tidbits of what the show's gonna look like. I'm guessing it's in production right now. And the latest we'd probably get it is at the end of 2021, but that's complete speculation. We actually have no idea. Along with what we said earlier though, there actually is a story to Cuphead the game. Essentially, the story to the game of Cuphead is you and your brother go to the Devil's Casino and on like a craps table or on some type of bet, you bet the devil your soul and you lose the bet. And so- I was gonna say, bro, you don't do that. You don't bet your soul. Yeah, especially to the devil. It's like, oh, look, it's the devil. He looks trustworthy. Who else would I rather bet my soul to? This was definitely about to go my way. Anyway. Does he dabble exclusively in souls or does he have some other form of currency? Cause I can't feel, I, I don't feel like souls make the exchange very Going well. to Canada, like what kind of currency is this? We don't accept this, just. Sorry, we only take Canadian souls, man. <laughs> so anyway. Only the purest souls, Canadian souls. <laughs> oh, Canada. <laughs> um, um. Oh, I had a funny tangent. Damn it, Zara, you're too funny. All right, <laughs> never mind, I'm out. So anyway, anyway, you bet your soul to the devil, you lose the bet, and Cuphead and his brother Mugman plead with the devil. They're like, what can we do to make it so you don't have to steal our souls? And essentially, the devil tasks Cuphead and Mugman to hunt down every other person that bet their soul to the devil, but then skip town before they could give the devil their soul. And Satan is literally like, okay, if you two idiots go and find all of these, you know, souls for me, I'll let you two keep your souls. And then you do it and you get to the end of the game and you're like, nah, fuck you, man. We're not giving you any of these souls, even though we just spent all this time collecting them. And now we're going to kill you and everybody goes free. And that's the game. That's Cuphead the game. The reason why I wanted to explain that is because I want to know what the story of the show is going to be. Are they going to make it like reminiscent of that? Are they going to go off on like different adventures with the two? I, we don't know any of these details. All we know is it's going to be awesome. And that's the interesting thing about it between the article we just talked about and this one is how about cyberpunk, we were just saying that it's really good when games take place inside of a universe, but not actually based around source material from a game. That's the difference here is this is directly related to the main characters of the game. And so you got to wonder, it, it can't be exactly like a shot for shot of what the game would be, but it might be something reminiscently similar, perhaps maybe an adventure after they've already dealt with the devil, because isn't there already some slight spinoffs or at least web comics about their adventures? I mean, I'm sure you could find, yeah, I don't know if any of it's official. I'm sure you could find like fan made, uh, yeah, like stories of the two and all of that, but nothing that's been officially made. I think like what's canon for Cuphead is the end of the story is you beat the devil and you set all the souls free and everything after that is just kind of speculation. So you're exactly right though, is it looks like they're going off of the source material, which we just said you shouldn't do if you're making a show or a movie about a video game. So we'll just see how this goes, I guess. This next article is coming from The Verge. We like them a lot today, apparently. Uh, this is by Tom Warren. Leaked Microsoft document hints at the second next-gen Xbox. So you have the Xbox Series X, which is kind of like your Xbox, uh, oh my God, 
Xbox. What do you, what do you, what's the, what's the Xbox X called? It's just the Series X. Yeah, Project Lock. It was formerly Project Scarlet. What was this generation? Xbox One. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, Xbox One. Okay, sorry, but that is one thing. Sorry that Xbox just making a fool of themselves. Well, they can't figure out out their naming because they had the Xbox original. It was just Xbox. Then they had the 360, <laughs> which why? And then instead of doing 720, they just went straight up to one. It's like, what? That pissed everybody off. Yeah. I remember that year. Everybody's like, oh, come on. Now to say the original Xbox, you gotta say Xbox. Okay, anyway, sorry. I'm totally off topic. Back to this. All right. So <laughs> you have the Xbox Series X, and now you're gonna have the Xbox. It's basically the Series S, but it's codenamed Lockhart still. And so basically, it's gonna be a less powerful Xbox Series X. We've speculated in the past on this generation of the quote-unquote console wars. It's a really smart move on Xbox's part to come out with a more affordable console that may be a little, you know, less powerful, but well within the price range so that they can truly compete with PlayStation. I think they really learned their lesson from the last console generation with the whole Xbox One debacle. Yeah. Right. They've really tried a bunch of stuff from the Xbox One S Sad Edition, which is all digital which I thought had a perfectly fitting name because its sales were very sad. <laughs> so this is for the lower price point gamers who are like only gaming at like 1080p or even 1440p. Um, so it's still a very good introductory console like JP was saying. The lock card includes 7.5 gigabytes of usable RAM, not bad. Slightly underclocked CPU speed and around four teraflops of GPU performance, which I think is interesting because the Xbox One X currently has six teraflops. The Xbox Series X includes 13.5 gigabytes, so almost double of usable RAM, and targets 12 teraflops of GPU, so three times what this one has. So based off this, I would estimate this to be one third the price of the Xbox Series X. So the Xbox Series X is $600. You think this will be a $200 console? When you're talking about like console builds, the RAM, the GPU, and the CPU, I'm not going to lie. Like, those are the most important things you need to look for, but they're not the only things that you need to look for. You know, there's other contributing factors to what's going to make these consoles so expensive, and I'm not going to get too much into it because at some point it's going to sound like me just saying a bunch of words for the sake of sounding smart because, you know, I'm super-duper smart and all that. Stand two for JP's ASMR episode about he just talks specs <laughs> for a long, sensual hour. Can I do that? Can I do that? Do I have your guys' permission to do that? Yeah, man. It's our platform. Do whatever you want with it. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you're not wrong in a way. You are wrong about a third of the price. That's absolutely not true. But oh, yeah. my prediction is uh, if we're seeing like a $600 price point for the Xbox Series X with, you know, the 13.5 gigabytes of RAM, the 12 teraflops for the GPU performance and, the you know, amazing CPU on that. We predicted that that was going to be at about $600. This console, I'm predicting, is going to be more around the $400 to $450 range. And like we also said, that also is needs to take into the factor of, are they going to have a CD drive in this console? Are they going to do what PlayStation did and make one that is completely digital? It's still up in the air. That's what's interesting about these leaks are we don't have anything that's confirmed. So I honestly think Xbox Series X is going to cost at most $500. 
I do not think that they are going to go for that $600 price point. Okay. I agree. They can't. They're not going to sell consoles. I think that's why they're waiting. I think that's why both of these guys are waiting. I think they're both going to sell both their consoles for $500. Um, and I think that both PS5 and Xbox are waiting for someone else to announce a little bit higher and to be like, mic drop, $500, we win all the consoles again. I would honestly love for you guys to be right because Xbox does have a lot to offer. I'm just saying that like you can't put out you can't put this much power into a gaming PC. I mean, that's the boast, right? Is that well, Xbox Series X is going to be the most powerful console that's ever been created. Okay, well the drawback to that is it's also going to be very expensive. And the reason why I'm skeptical about that $500 price range is because the leaks from the PlayStation 5 prices show that with their disc tray console they're looking at about a $500 price tag and that's with specs that are great but not nearly as good as the Xbox Series X but it's not like Sony's gonna sit there and sell at a loss right now you know what I mean like they're they're kind of like riding high and they're like you know we can probably get off on name alone here and it's not like Sony is that much weaker than the Xbox Series X they just put more of their eggs in like the audio and the virtual reality department that's true and I think you know, if if they do sell the console at 500, then, you know, they're going to sell a little bit at a loss, but I think they're going to try to make those sales up in this second console because they're probably going to make it for cheap and sell it for pretty cheap. Right, and JP, I love how you talked about um, the lack of a disk drive. If this thing doesn't have uh, an optical drive and it's just sitting there, it comes bundled with like one controller and like a one month trial of like Xbox Game Pass, and they sell it like $250. That's the price of a Switch Lite, dude. I feel like that would really sell a lot of people on Xbox. And it might, I just really think that $250 is, I mean, we're talking about two extremes here between $250 for a gaming console and up to $600 that I'm predicting. They could get away with selling, you know, this quote unquote Project Scarlet, for about $400. Lockhart. Yeah, Lockhart. <laughs> Scarlet's the Xbox Series X. Lockhart is the Xbox, whatever the fuck it's going to be called. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's confusing. What the fuck is up with their Let names? Let me start over. Let me start over. Their names are as convoluted as Square Enix's stories. <laughs> I, knew what, I know what you're talking about. Don't try and get that past me. That was a jab at Kingdom Hearts. Everyone knows. <laughs> okay, so let me start over. Keyblade Gober. <laughs> Lockhart, as long as, if they can keep a competitive price point here, I think it's going to put Xbox back in the spotlight. Because I really do think that Microsoft learned their lesson from, you know, what they did with the Xbox One in the last console or in the last generation of the console wars here. And they know that they need to play it safe here and watch PlayStation and see what they do, because that's going to directly impact how well are they going to be able to compete with the PlayStation. So it's going to be really interesting. Here's a question for you guys. Let's say that this project series or let's say that this, you know, uh, Project Lockhart was at like $400 and the Xbox Series X was at $600. Just as a hypothetical, would you spend the extra $200 to get the power out of the Series X or would you be willing to settle with the Lockhart? Here's kind of my game plan. I already have a Switch. I'm gonna get the Switch before it comes out. That's a, obvious. But then like I already have, I'm hopefully if this ever shows up, I already have a gaming PC with a Microsoft account. Heck yeah, you do. Like, <laughs> I feel like this Xbox Series X is kind of like the middle ground and then a gaming PC is kind of that final stepping stone. You know what I mean? Like Microsoft is winning whenever you buy a PC because you're gonna need 
I mean, some of you are Linux people, which good on you, but most people are getting a Microsoft operating system. Microsoft is already making so much bank on just PC sales. So I feel like on that department, I'm covered. If there's any like true exclusives where you don't, you can't play it on PC, I'd probably get the uh, Lockhart edition. I had to, I had to relook at the script to make sure I didn't say the wrong to one. To make sure you Lockhart. had the right console <laughs> And then I would get the, I would get the PS5 digital edition. That's a really good take, Zach. Czar, what do you think? To be honest with you, I, I gotta go full price. I am so deep down the Xbox rabbit hole that I just want the biggest and newest Xbox and the most powerful thing to play on. But I do like the option of the cheaper, lesser console. I mean, I guess I wouldn't even really call it a lesser console, mm -hmm. but you know, just a cheaper option. And I think Sony doing it too is amazing because I think it's gonna start bridging the gap between cross platforms. Um, not quite literally, so to speak, but it's gonna get a lot of people who have only played PlayStation and a lot of people who have only played Xbox to buy the other competitor's console because they have such a cheap alternative. Like I know for certain I'll at least have the PlayStation Digital Edition. I don't know if I'll, I'll go full price or whatnot, but I would at least like the digital edition. Yeah. I almost feel like both these companies are playing like 3D chess, you know, or 5D chess, because they're like, you know what? If they buy um, the Sony PS5 because they were PS4 fanboys, they can probably dabble in this cheap Xbox alternative and vice versa. You could buy the Xbox One um, Scarlet or Series X and then go back down and get the PS4 or PS5 digital edition. I feel like both these companies are kind of prepared for this console war in full quotations. And I'm happy to see that because where there's competition, there's innovation. You know, both of these consoles are bringing a lot to the table right now. The diversity and what model you can pick out for the next generation, I think that's a great thing. I think it's great to have options for people. I'm really excited to see where this is all going. I mean, how many times do we have to say it, boys? We are fans of video games. We bicker about what console's best, but ultimately it is so unbelievably entertaining and fun and cool to see what both of these consoles are bringing to the table. Well, I'm just really glad that we have the ability to argue about three separate consoles because, you know, what PlayStation and Xbox are doing, making these cheaper consoles, possibly allowing new people to experience the company. Yeah. Um, it's it's keeping the, the console market afloat and, you know, keeping everybody from completely migrating solely to PC. Oh, and, uh, JP, Czar, one more thing. Nintendo, 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 Nintendo. That was some good ASMR, bro. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like we were kind of ranting on this one because that was kind of all rumor and speculation. You guys ready to move on to our last article of the day? All right, all right, all right, yeah. Czar, this one is all you. All right, well, this one's pretty hype because I am a loyal Pokemon Go fan. I have been playing since day one. And recently, Pokemon Go, Niantic, came out with some big news. Uh, and this is all about Pokemon Go Fest 2020. And now, normally, every other year that they have done this, it's been somewhere. Um, it's been in Chicago. And that's really the only city I can think of right now, but pretty much everywhere all over the world. But for the first time, because of COVID, it is available wherever you have cell phone reception and internet connection. So anybody can participate in it. And the first day of this two day event, 
for the first time kicks off on Saturday, July 25th from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. local time. Okay. And so it just feeds off of your phone. So whatever, whenever it is 10 a.m. for you, wherever you are, that is when you get this. That is very, very cool. But yeah, so... Like I said, uh, it's the first time that it is available wherever you are, but it is the first time they are doing a two-day event. It is normally just a one-day event. And so we have a bunch of details on the first day. On the first day, you get special research story that is only available on day one. So you have to play that day. Next... Um, they will introduce five rotating habitats and they're themed around fire, water, grass, battle, and friendship. Oh, yes. The Ash Ketchum specialty, friendship. (laughs) (laughs) How is friendship a habitat? Well, if you ever saw Pikachu beat that Onyx, um, you know friendship is a bullshit (laughs) step. Even Brock couldn't believe that shit. He was like, are you kidding me? I gotta follow this kid around for a little while and see what what is he doing, man? (laughs) (laughs) He's reinvented plot armor. They don't even care anymore. (laughs) I mean, I get how battle is a habitat. I mean, anybody who's lived in Detroit gets how that's a habitat. (laughs) Man, what the hell, bro? What what do you got against Detroit, all right? They already have the lions. Go easy on them. Damn. Anyway, and then finally, they offer a global challenge arena. So players get to join forces in order to complete a collaborative challenge each hour. And it also adds a new screen to the Pokemon Go app that allows players to track progress. More like Pokemon go to your house and stay there and shut up. Am I right? What the... I don't know. (laughs) All right. So I think it's important to note because I have on and offs with Pokemon Go where sometimes it's great and sometimes I'm just like, I don't want to play this anymore. Uh, Usually summers when I get back into it. And I wanted to mention that I really want to get into this, but it's not free, is it, Zar? No, unfortunately, it is not free. It is $14.99 US. Um, And it is unfortunate that it is such a steep price because they have had recently uh over the months through duration of covid different tickets that you could purchase for community day events and other such research tasks and they've all been like 99 cents to 2.99 so you gotta wonder niantic probably has something pretty big up their sleeves if they're gonna carry a 15 dollar price tag when that's about the most expensive thing in the shop oh yeah okay but you also gotta realize that you just have to travel to chicago okay that's a big fare right there yeah Another one was in a different country, so you couldn't even go to that one unless you really want to spend top dollar. And there are some really avid fans like that, but that $14.99, if this doesn't crash, in my opinion, it's worth it because every Pokemon Go Fest has had, I feel like it's always had some sort of issue where like you're constantly crashing because of server overload and all those things. So I'm ex- I'm hopeful that this $15 actually give you a really good experience especially since everyone's spread out and using a different server. I know some people will be congregated in one server, but it will be more spread out if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, the rewards that have come out of of these Pokemon Go Fests are crazy. I've seen players carry dozens of unknowns out, shiny Mewtwo's, bunch of different regionals. And so you got to wonder that if you buy that ticket, you're probably going to get something just as fancy. And not only that, 
but we don't know what's going to happen the second day. Niantic is keeping it a mystery until the day of the event. And it, they're only telling people who buy the ticket. Wow, that's a pretty ballsy move. But that leads me to believe that there must be something pretty good on the other side of that price admission. Like a Dunsparce. <laughs> Not going to lie. I already, oh God. <laughs> you already got it? Yep, I already bought oh, my ticket. You, so do you know what it I, is? I, nope, no clue. I won't know until the day of the event. I'm really tempted. Yeah, <laughs> like I gotta know. Why have you forsaken me? Like it could be an empty box, but I gotta know what's in that mystery I box. I couldn't afford a present this year, so I got you this box. <laughs> oh, it's what I've always <laughs> wanted. Oh, that's funny. Zach, what do you think? Are you picking up your ticket for this? I know Krista's probably pretty excited. Do you even have Pokemon Go? Um, I'm the best Pokemon trainer ever, so yes. And um, secondly, uh, <laughs> or I guess firstly, because JP asked the question first, I'm going to buy Krista for a present. So, Aww. Yeah, but I probably won't get myself one because, I don't know, she kind of ruins it for me because she always gets all the shinies. Yeah, Krista is amazing at finding shiny Pokemon. I've never seen anybody with better luck than her. It's insane. I can have shiny? No shiny for you, Zar. <laughs> no shiny. Oh. It's it's okay, buddy. I'm in the no shiny club, too. And I think that pretty much does it for that, boys. Uh, what do you think? Is it time to talk about some of the games that are coming out this week? What is coming out? You know what? For once, this is actually a short list for games that are coming out soon. I think we just got a pretty heavy load. Ooh. Oh, wow. I'm going to reword that. I think we got a lot of games that have come out recently. All right. So on the upcoming game releases for this week, we have Byte coming to the Nintendo Switch on July 2nd. Marvel's Iron Man VR is coming to the PlayStation Virtual Reality on July 3rd. The Wonderful 101 Remastered, I'm not I'm not stuttering. This is for the European physical release. It's coming to PC, PS4, and Nintendo Switch on July 3rd. Then we have Castle Kong coming to Nintendo Switch on July 4th. And then, of course, another great thing, because it's for the, of course, Nintendo Switch, is Catherine Full Body. It's coming on July 7th. The game we're hyping up this week is Marvel's Iron Man VR. JP, as our resident PlayStation guy, and since it's an exclusive for the virtual realities, will you uh, go ahead and fill us in, my, my man? Absolutely. So Marvel's Iron Man VR is an upcoming shooter video game developed by American Studio. Is that supposed to be Camouflage? Yeah, dude, can't you see it? Camouflage. <laughs> Camouflage. Um, published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. No, I can't see it. It's camouflaged. <laughs> ah! Fuck me. So basically, it's an Iron Man VR virtual reality experience coming to the PlayStation VR. A couple of notes. First of all, it's good to see the PSVR getting some love because the PSVR was popular for one Christmas a few years ago, and it hasn't seen a ton of love since. It's gotten a few gems here and there, but still not a whole lot of love for the PSVR. When was the last time a game came out for it? I honestly don't know the answer to that. When was the last time a popular game worth buying came out for it? I don't know. Beat Saber was pretty popular. Resident <laughs> Evil 2 had a virtual reality part, didn't it? That's pretty hype. Not Resident Evil 2. Uh, Resident Evil uh, 7 Biohazard did. And it was okay. They didn't let you do full movements. It was more of a, like a 30 degree angle turning kind of deal. And that made me pretty motion sick. And I know that a lot of people had the same issue. I don't think you're going to have that same problem with my Marvel's Iron Man VR, though. So essentially what this is, is um, you'll be able to really see from the point of view of Tony Stark's Iron Man costume, 
And yeah, it's exactly what it sounds. It's a first-person shooter where you play as Iron Man. You look around, you fly through the sky, you shoot some baddies with your hand laser things. It's going to be a really, really good time. It's actually not the first time that Marvel's had its own virtual reality experience either. Spider-Man Homecoming got a virtual reality experience on the PSVR a couple years ago, and... It was pretty short. It was nothing crazy to brag home about. But you know what? For what it was, it was entertaining. And who doesn't love Spider-Man? Comma. That sounds like that would make you sick. <laughs> Spider-Man. Spider-Man. We just got copyright striked. Look out, it Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? We're going to get sued. Well, the worst they're going to do is slap us with a cease and desist. So, you know, we basically do anything once. <laughs> You only get one. That's also a Spider-Man reference. <laughs> Keep it going. Yeah, it Everybody is. gets one. <laughs> we just went full circle, JP. I want a fucking medal. Oh, you'll get your medal. I'm still waiting on my medal and my star that Czar promised me. Where's my stuff, Czar? It's in the mail. How long until I get it? I don't know. Take it up with the mail department. Oh. All right. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's Marvel's Iron Man VR. For real, though, I am thinking about picking this up. So, I mean, like, for me and the other eight people in the world that have the PlayStation VR headset, everybody's invited over to our place. My mom's making snacks. Everybody gets a turn. I was going to say, I'm coming over to JP's right when he gets this. VR is always super cool. Even if it's kind of, it's kind of a gimmick still, but I definitely think it's the future, man. I'm going to play it and I'm going to throw up all over your oh, floor. Oh, that's wonderful. That's nice. That's great for Gracie. <laughs> oh, God, Gracie, don't eat that. Gracie's my little pug French bulldog. She's very cute, but she doesn't know that you shouldn't eat things you shouldn't eat. It's all right. Hopefully this is the last time Zach has to record off of his wife's laptop. Thanks, Krista. I love you, babe. Thanks, Krista. Everybody in the comments, make sure you thank Krista. She is very nice. And with that, I think you have gotten your sip of the game tea. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening to another episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We will see you in the next episode. Till then. And if you have my PC... I will find you <laughs> and I will end you. Bye. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Game Tea Podcast. If you liked what you heard, why not follow us on social media? You can find us on Twitter at the Game Tea Podcast X. You can find us on Facebook at the Game Tea Podcast. And you can find us on Instagram at the Game Tea Podcast.